Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. It's me, Ivy, and we've been waiting for you to arrive so we could start the next episode of R.L. Stein's Story Club. I'm glad you're here, because today's story is one that's best heard with other people around. Not that I scare easily. I don't. But who doesn't love company when you're digging into the secret vault where R.L. Stein keeps all the stories he's never told? You never know what you might find in there. I'm the keeper of these stories, the club leader who will introduce you to the strange the frightening, the unsettling story club world. Today we meet Casey Brantley and Anne-Marie Combs, two squeaky clean brainiacs who have had just about enough of being good all the time. We find them standing outside a convenience store, contemplating their future. It's R.L. Stein Story Club, and this is Going Nowhere. Think of it as an experiment. What's the worst that could happen? They could put us in jail and throw away the key. Aren't you tired of always being seen as the goody two-shoes? All we ever do is study. And when we get bored of that, we watch science shows on public television. I mean, come on, Anne-Marie. We gotta branch out. Couldn't we just try sushi or something? Why does it have to be this? Because we need something big. Something that we'll remember when we look back in ten years. Ten years into our life sentence for theft? It's a candy bar, Anne-Marie, not cold-blooded murder. Come on, just go in with me and give me some cover. I'll do the heist, you can be the distractor. Heist? When you say it that way, it sounds even worse. Okay, fine. Let's go back to your house, make vegan mac and cheese, and study physics. That does sound fun. I wonder if they have a vegan menu at the state penitentiary. You're hopeless. Oh, who am I kidding? We're both hopeless. I think physics sounds fun, too. We might be the two most boring people I know. Maybe if we looked at it like uh, an experiment, like you said. You know, we could go in there, steal two candy bars, then chart what happens during the 24 hours after. If we become famous social media influencers, buy sports cars, and get hot boyfriends, then we head back here tomorrow and steal a pack of gum. Maybe crime does pay, but we'll never know if we don't chart it. And if we fall in a ditch, break our ankles, and all our hair falls out, then this candy bar heist will be the beginning, middle, and end of our crime spree. Hmm. I can work with that. Me too. Ready? Nope. Uh, but I'm going in anyway. It's for science. For science! Bag of chips? Uh, no thanks. But thank you. Thanks. Calm down. Sorry. Come on, follow me. 
You take this one, I'll take the chocolate bar. Oops. Just put it in your pocket. Hey there. Is there anything you're looking for? Oh, <laughs> no, we're fine. We were just browsing. Thanks, though. I noticed you're low on breath mints. Aisle two, third rack up. <laughs> Good to know. Say, um, I wonder if either of you are aware of that thing right over there on the ceiling? Uh, what thing? Over where? The camera? It points straight down in the candy aisle. You can't imagine the number of kids who come in here and steal candy bars. Really? Well, that's just terrible. Also, we're late for dinner. Bye! Look, you seem like nice kids, so I'm gonna give you some advice. Stealing stuff? That's a road to nowhere. Okay, keep the candy bars or put them back. Up to you. Come on, Emery. The jig is up! Is this the part where we fall in the ditch, break our ankles, and, and all our hair falls out? Run! I can't remember the last time I saw a train on those tracks. This must be a sign. Get out your notepad, Emery. Precisely one minute and 37 seconds after stealing candy bars, a train appeared. Oh, and it gets better. The train is stopping. Got it. Now what? We get on that train, obviously. We do? If we don't follow the signs, we'll never know the true outcome of the experiment. I wish a pony had ridden by. I would have gotten on a pony in a heartbeat. We don't have any money to buy a train ticket. Let's just jump on. Once we're on the train, they have to let us stay until at least the next stop, right? Uh, I guess so. Come on! Oh, we're on a train! What a story it will make for our first social media influencer post! I predict it will go viral! I think you might be right. Hang on, let me write all this down on my chart. Anne-Marie, carry the seven and divide by four. Yeah, Casey? There's no one else in this train car. It's just us. It's just us. We have the whole thing to ourselves! We have a train car all to ourselves? Amazing! You know what this means! Dance party! <laughs> Hang on, I have the perfect song! Get your camera going! I'll dance down there to the other end and back! According to my chart, stealing candy bars has turned out to be the best decision we ever made! We're finally on an adventure! I don't know, girls. Does the universe ever really reward two people stealing candy bars? I have my doubts. I once tripped a kid on purpose on a playground when I was seven, and let me tell you, the bad luck I had for a week after that was historic. Let's take a little break while Casey and Anne-Marie have a dance party on a train. I mean, how long can a dance party last anyway? I bet it will be over when you get back, then we'll see if their candy bar heist life really is a chart topper. As I suspected, Casey and Anne-Marie lost their mojo pretty fast. The dance party ended a half hour ago, and now Casey and Anne-Marie are starting to think maybe this jumping on a train idea wasn't so great after all. 
Let's return to the train car, where they're staring out the window and wondering how they ended up in such a weird situation. Actually, when you get right down to it, trains are pretty boring, especially empty trains. Hey, we could try to figure out how a train engine works. That could be fun. Good call. I'll look it up online. Oh man, we're in a bad cell zone. No service. But we're traveling right through the middle of town. I can't make any calls either. How are we gonna call my mom for a ride home once we get off this thing? I've changed my mind. I want off this adventure. Let's get out of the next station and call our parents. That's weird. We just passed a train station and the train didn't stop. It just kept going. It's probably an express. It'll stop soon, I bet. We just passed another station. Why aren't they stopping? Uh, here comes the conductor. I'm sure he can tell us where this crazy thing will stop. Tickets, please. Oh, um, we don't have any tickets. Also, no money. But we do have two candy bars if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Happens all the time. Here's your receipt. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir, but when does this train stop? <laughs> He totally ignored me. I'm putting that on the chart. You update the chart. I'll chase him down and figure out what's going on. There's no train car on the other side of the door. It leads outside. How could he have just walked into thin air? This chart is starting to look pretty bad. If you take out Dance Party, our post candy bar stealing life is the pits. We just passed another station. Wait, this is all wrong. We already passed that station. Where in the world is this train going? Hang on, let me check the receipt the conductor gave me. Oh no, it says this is the train to nowhere. What the? It's never going to stop. Why did I ever steal that dumb candy bar? It really is a train to nowhere. Just like the man at the store said, we're going nowhere! We have to get off this thing. Come on, it slows down when it gets near a station. We'll have to jump. We'll probably break our necks. And end up in a ditch, and all our hair will fall out. But we have to at least try. We can't just ride this thing forever. You're right, we have to try. It's still going too fast. Oh, the wind is really whipping out here. I can't do it. We have no choice, Anne-Marie. Jump! Oh, we made it. And we didn't break our necks or ankles or anything. I can't believe it. We are okay. Now what do we do? Look, there's a bus in front of the station. They run all the way through town, so... It's sure to take us back to our neighborhood. This is great. Hurry, before it leaves. The side door is opening. We're going to make it. Oh, I'm ready for this adventure to end. 
go ask the bus driver when he'll get back to our neighborhood. We can still make it home for dinner. Um, Casey? Yeah? There's no one driving this bus! Look what the sign above the windshield says. Bus to nowhere! At least we have two candy bars. Trains and buses have a very important function. They move people from one place to another. But what if a train or a bus decides it doesn't want to play by our rules? Well, then it might take you to nowhere, wherever that is. Be warned, R.L. Stein Story Club members. The next time you get on a train or a bus, there are no guarantees it will take you someplace. It might have ideas of its own. And please, if you ever think about starting an adventure by stealing a candy bar, go home and study physics. You'll be glad you did. Until next time, this is Ivy, your ever-present R.L. Stein Story Club president, signing off. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. It's me, Ivy, the leader of R.L. Stein Story Club. I was having a quiet week until the story vault was opened once again and this troubling tale tumbled out. We've heard some very strange things in our time together, but I've never shared a story like the one I'm bringing to you today. I'm not sure if any of you have a rich uncle somewhere who owns a sprawling estate, but if so, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Or does it? I guess it all depends on what you find once you get there. Derek and Maya Jones are already there, having the time of their lives. Let's drop in and see how it's going. It's R.L. Stein Story Club, and this is Don't Let Granny Out. Candy <laughs> ball! Woo! Again? Don't you ever get tired of a... Okay, I think I just swallowed about a gallon of cool water. <coughs> Thanks a lot, Derek. No problem, Mia. Want me to do it again? Please don't. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> hey, Uncle Phil, this pool is amazing. Watch this, I'm headed for the high dive. He's obsessed with the high dive. I'm glad you're having a good time. It's good to see kids in here whooping it up. I wasn't sure about staying here while our parents are gone for the summer, but this I could get used to. You know, I built the house of my dreams, but most of the time it's just me hanging around. I'm glad you two are here. Brings the whole place to life. And wait until you see the aquarium. Hey, 
I love aquariums. Please tell me you have a shark in there. <laughs> nope. I keep the sharks in the pool. What? They'll only come out at feeding time. Oh, look. It's feeding time. Everyone out of the pool! <laughs> come on, Mia. He's kidding. You can't keep a shark in a pool. Right, Uncle Phil? And wait until you see the telescope in the observatory. We can stargaze and eat s'mores tonight. <laughs> this might be the greatest day of my life. Um, about those sharks. And then we can head to the widescreen movie theater I had installed. I've even got a real popcorn machine in there. You'll love it. Wow, what a summer we're going to have. And I was kidding, Mia. There are no sharks in the pool. But I do keep a Bengal tiger in the living room. I'm going to assume you're joking, right? <laughs> okay, you two enjoy your swim, and then I'll take you on a tour. You don't actually think there's a tiger in the living room, do you? Who knows? A guy like Phil can afford exotic animals. Did you see the car in the driveway when we pulled up? A Ferrari. Maybe he'll let me drive it later. <laughs> okay, you're 12. You'd probably drive it right into the pool, doofus. Come on, uh, let's dry off and take the tour. I hope it takes us past the kitchen. I bet he has a full-time chef making pizzas and burgers. <laughs> The kitchen bot prepares all the food. You want waffles for breakfast? No problem. Carl will make anything you want. <laughs> Carl is even better than a human chef. Carl? It stands for Computer Automated Robot, but Car seemed like a dumb name, so I added the L and got Carl. He's my buddy, aren't you, Carl? Right this way to the aquarium I was telling you about. Whoa! Several rare eels, an octopus, and four sharks. We feed the sharks at 3 p.m. That's very entertaining. I can't wait for 3 p.m. And here's the bowling alley. The bowling alley? I've died and gone to heaven. I love bowling. You're terrible at bowling. Uh, not after this summer. Now I can practice as much as I want. And the movie theater is just across the hall here. State of the art. What's this door over here? Ooh, it looks important. A steel door. Is this where you keep all your blocks of gold and bags of diamonds? That's the only door you can't open. The rest of the house is yours to enjoy, but that door must remain locked. Weird door. It locks from the outside? It's to keep what's in there from getting out. Oh, so that's where you keep the Bengal tiger. Whew, I feel better. Aw, oh, dang it. I wanted to ride that thing. <laughs> There's no tiger. I was joking about that. It's where I keep Granny Goolsby. I'm taking good care of her, trust me, but she has to stay in that room. Don't let Granny out, kiddos. She may beg you and plead with you if she hears you out in the hall, but Granny Goolsby must stay in her room for her own good. But why, Uncle Phil? She's unpredictable. And like I said, she has all her needs taken care of. She loves it in there. I'm going to need you to promise me you won't open this door. Can you do that? We promise. I hear you out there. Please open the door. I just want a little fresh air. Uh, are you sure she's okay in there? Don't listen to her. She's very comfortable and taken care of. Granny needs to stay in her room. 
Let's go look at the observatory. It's a clear night, and there will be lots of stars out. Huh, that was the best pizza I've ever had. Carl, you're the bomb. I'm stuffed, but I could go for a banana split for dessert. Say no more. Carl, three banana splits, pronto. Uncle Phil, um, why does Granny have to stay in that room? I feel bad she doesn't get to have pizza and banana splits. Oh, she gets plenty of good food. Trust me, she's well taken care of. I promised I'd keep her safe for the rest of her life. And I will. But she needs a lot of care, what with her severe allergies. That room is climate controlled. It was very expensive to build. You see, kids, if Granny comes out of that room, it will be very dangerous for her. She's fragile. Hmm. That makes sense. I suppose you're right. And I have good news. Tomorrow I have a business meeting in the city. You'll have the entire place to yourselves. Huh. Bowling and movies and burgers, here we come. Side note, can I drive your Ferrari while you're gone? And feed the sharks? <laughs> I'm afraid I'll be taking the car tomorrow. And I don't think your parents would ever forgive me if they came back and one of your arms had been removed by a shark. No go, little buddy. What should we do first? I'm thinking bowling, then swimming, then more bowling. I was gonna make popcorn and watch a movie. Aw, oh, come on. I'll destroy you on the bowling alley. Then we can watch the new superhero movie together. I hear you out there. Please open the door. I just want a little fresh air. But Uncle Phil said the air is better in there. It's very germy out here. Germy? Hey, I didn't say it. Uncle Phil did. I'll only stay out for a minute or two, I promise. Uh, she sounds lonely. I wonder if she's any good at bowling. I just want to see your faces. You sound like such nice kids, and I'm all alone in here. But we promised Uncle Phil we wouldn't let you out. Maybe just for a minute or two. What could be the harm? We can't. You know what's wrong, Derek. Don't do it. If we open the door and let you out, do you promise you'll go right back in your room? Of course I will. Oh, thank you, thank you. You are such kind children. I think this is a terrible idea, but I do feel bad for her. I know, right? Okay, I'm unlocking the door. Stand back. She might have a tiger in there. Ha ha. It feels so good to be out and about. Let's go see the aquarium. I love aquariums. Well, now they've gone and done it. They've let Granny out. Why couldn't they just go bowling and eat popcorn? Some kids just can't seem to listen. Let's take a short break and then we'll come back and see where Granny has wandered off to. I'm guessing it's no place good. When we last saw Derek and Maya, they had just done the one thing Rich Uncle Phil told them not to do. 
they let Granny out of the room. I wish I could report that Granny is bowling the afternoon away and having the time of her life, but everyone is still standing right in front of the steel door. Let's get back to the action, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I mean, really, how dangerous could Granny Goolsby be anyway? Oh, goodness, I forgot my glasses. I won't be able to see the fish very well with these old eyes of mine. Would you two be so kind as to go get them for me? They're on my bedstand. Then we can go look at the fish. And then you're going back in your room, right? Right. <laughs> she locked us in here. Granny, open the door. Let us out. I feel like we should have seen this coming. Sorry, kids, I had no choice. Well, well, look who it is. Here comes Uncle Phil now. What are you doing out of your room? Ugh, those foolish kids! Oh no! Granny Goldie is a monster! We let out a monster! I told you not to open the door! No wonder Uncle Phil told us to keep her in here! out now. Granny? Are you going to tear us to shreds next? Don't come any closer. I got a lamp and I'll use it. Put the lamp down, young lady. Our Uncle Phil is sprawled out on the floor out there. Why did you do that? Wait. Uncle Phil is... He's covered in fur. And he has fangs. That's not your Uncle Phil, kids. I'm sorry, but that monster ate your Uncle Phil years ago. Uncle Phil ate Uncle Phil? What the? Oh, that's not Uncle Phil. That's the monster. It locked me in that room and took over the house. I've been trapped in there for years. Wait, you mean? That's right. Thanks to you two, the monster is no more. Well, that and my hand-to-hand -hand combat skills. No one messes with Granny. I'm so confused. I know just what we all need. How about a nice swim? It appears that in this particular situation, the kids ended up winning in the end. I mean, they still get to go bowling and swimming and watch movies all day. And hang out with a tough granny. Life could be worse. I bet Derek will even get to drive the Ferrari and feed the sharks. For once, we have a happy ending. That never happens. Until next time, R.L. Stein Story Club members, this is Ivy signing off. Keep the lights on. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Go, kid, go.
Do you love time machines, musicals, and jokes? Of course you do. That's why Story Pirates creator Danny Teeger made a brand new podcast called Musical Time Machine. Who says you can't have a dance party while learning about diverse trailblazers? From Abraham Lincoln and Harriet Tubman to George Washington Carver and Thomas Edison. Search for Musical Time Machine on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to join the fun.